Hi, and welcome back to the HCC TV Student Lounge. This is a show done by HCC students for HCC students to give your opinions in news, entertainment, and what's going on in our school. Hi, Carolina, how are you today? Hey, Kyle, it's so good to see you again. We're also joined today by Francisco, Josh, Andres, Diego, and Eric. We will also be joined by our guest, Dr. Colleen Riley, who is here to talk about visual and performing arts. But first, let's move into our top three news of the week. Well, first of all, welcome to Houston Community College in spring 2021. And we just celebrated Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm feeling this year is moving quickly already. Now, what to expect from uh, spring courses, for, for spring courses? Lab-based, online on a schedule, and online anytime courses will continue as planned. Now, lab-based courses means you will meet on campus for in-person instruction, but per the course syllabus. So please read those. If you have any questions about specific requirements or expectations for the lab courses, you can reach out to your professors ahead of time or um, we're, we're doing the, the first week of, of classes. So it's you're still on time to get there. Now, Flex Campus courses will be delivered remotely. That means online from January, as it already started, until spring break. And after spring break, the on-campus face-to-face component will begin. And you students can, um, in these courses, will use Eagle Online to remotely access their uh, your classes at the scheduled date and time. Prior to the start of the on-campus face-to-face uh, component after spring break, you guys, students, will receive a notice of the dates that um, you can attend or be able to, you'll be able to attend in person. Now, um, so what do you think about this? Do you like this, this kind of um, new notice? Well, we, we discussed that in the past. So I like for one side, you know, because I, I don't need to drive. So I think that's great. Uh, but you know, I do photography. So for photography class, I really enjoy being in a studio with the lights and all that. But I guess I'm getting used to it. And you know, that's the reality that we are right now. And we just got to adapt and honestly, at this point, I'm actually enjoying having online class. I actually enrolled an online class on purpose this semester because I was like, this is actually not bad, you know? So you didn't attend to in-person classes, not even once? I had one class that was a lab-based and it was a studio uh, photography one, but the rest, they were supposed to be in-person and they were all online. They, they become, became online because of COVID. And I actually really enjoyed them. Yeah, I remember last semester I had a lab-based class and we only went for the first class and it was because we needed to get uh, a headset to work at home. And that was the only class that I attended and I missed it so bad. I, I, I went to the lab and I saw the computers and everything. I'm like, mm, man, I need that. <laughs> but well, it is what it is. Now, we make sure that you have the support you need to enroll. So for enrollment, advising, and payment arrangement help, you can visit the link that we have over here. And it's the virtual lobby, which will help you um, get the latest information, or you can ask them uh, in, to, the, to the advisors over there. Now, Kaya, you were asking about international students taking classes uh, online this semester. But this is something that might change unexpectedly. So please speak to your DSOs and advisors. Have you already spoke to, to your DSO? Yeah, I actually registered for classes already. And you know, and one of them it's online, but the rest it's in, in person. 
but you know right now we're gonna as you mentioned we're gonna start online everything so let's see how's that gonna be that that's so good that you are constantly talking to them because they're the only ones who know about this especially for us as an international student and like i mentioned before there are options available to help you cover costs for spring so for help with uh, choosing the payment option that works for you you can also visit this virtual lobby have you taken any advantage of these payment options kyle every semester do the payment plan which they divide into like i think four statements and it helps a lot so you don't need to just pay everything at one time so yes i thought it was like equal payment but it still helps you a lot i every time i i enroll in classes i chose that and and it's real good it helped me a lot now let's begin our first topic which makes way to a great discussion selecting the right elective uh, well, electives help students explore uh, other areas besides the classes in their curriculum, but some students rather stick to their curriculum to reinforce the skills that they already have in their field, but some like to go out of their comfort zone and they like to try new things. And actually, I've also heard from experience that some students, uh, even taking only one elective class, make them change their career path, which is, which is crazy. And, and you might think like, what if they never took that elective and they're they're like still studying something that they're not really passionate about, right? So what do you think of? Yeah, I, I honestly was surprised because in Brazil is a little bit different. We don't really have uh, this sort of thing of choosing like things that are not in your major. You know, we usually study other things when you're in high school, but once you're in college, you actually got to go with what you chose. So when I came here and I got the opportunity to choose like different classes, I actually enjoy the process because I love arts, uh, I love theater. So it was an opportunity to explore, you know, the things that I enjoy, but actually being in college and getting credit for it. And I actually went a little bit beyond those classes that I, I didn't even need to the credit anymore, but I still take it and was actually a filmmaking class, uh, was a web series class. One of my favorite class of all the time and we produce a web series from scratch. So we did all the writing, the production, the post-production. And, you know, we actually was really well known through our HCC because it was the first time we did something like that. And again, it was not really like I didn't get any credit for it, but just the experience of being there and, and, and being with people there like the same thing that I like was a really good experience. And for you that don't know, I don't know what to take, you know, there's always a little bit of interesting something. Maybe you like to draw, you know, maybe you like to write, maybe you like to take photos, you know, I love photography, for example. So that's a good opportunity for you to actually study that in school with like professionals, you know, the professors that we have, especially for the visual performing arts, they are amazing. You know, I, that I'm going for my second certificate, so I can tell you, I probably have more than 20 professors at this point, and I love all of them, you know, really good professors. So it's a good opportunity for everybody to try something new that you never tried before and getting credit for it. What else you want, right? And you know what, what I, it's so good to hear you speak like that about an elective because some students say okay those are electives they don't pay attention to it they don't they don't they, they don't the effort is not the same and it's so good that you really take the advantage of having that one class that is different and you still take it as seriously as as the other ones uh but let's see what our team thinks eric how do you feel about this do you like to stick to your curriculum or just go out of your comfort zone Kind of both, Carolina. Um, I actually started out doing business. That's what I was kind of advised to do. And um, for an elective, I chose uh, what's called 
about creative writing over at the Stanford campus. And I enjoyed it so much. You know, I'm a storyteller myself that uh, it got me interested in actually switching from business to filmmaking. So when I passed that course of uh, creative writing, writing stories that I love so much, I just wanted to get into filmmaking because I was a big fan of films and I loved it. And uh, now I have received my, uh, my, my filmmaking degree and I'm very happy with the choice that I made. And it all started with me doing creative writing and writing stories and scripts. Now I'm able to actually cinematize some of my stories. So that's my benefit. And I recommend everybody to try that, you know, it works. Really nice. Um, I I don't know what Josh thinks about this because you have you haven't been taking classes for for a long time. You graduated a long time ago, right? Yeah, I graduated in 2019. And when it came to electives, one thing that I always liked since childhood was just art in general. And art is a very broad term and it develops many different career paths. We've heard uh, Eric just mentioned creative writing. That's a form of art. You're able to focus on traditional art if you want, like painting or sculpting. You can choose to go digital, like photography or making video games. Everything falls under the term art, interior design, fashion, you name it. I think art is such a broad term that you'd be able to find anything you want within the specific sector. So I think it's always something that you should look into when it comes to deciding your elective. Last year, I have like very funny situation because in my filmmaking program, I had to choose a science class. And for the, the normal class that the other people take is math, but you know, I'm really, really bad in math because I'm really bad with the numbers, very, very bad. So I was thinking what class I can take so uh, um, I had the possibility to choose biology, anthropology, like another classes that well, I think it, they are very difficult. So finally I choose uh, uh, um, uh, geography. It was very good class. I really, really enjoyed enjoy that class because I learned about the, uh, the atmosphere insulation, energy, water, the water cycle, very good class. Um, and it, it was, you know, it was not difficult. It was very easy for me. And it, I think it was a like very good option for me. And I really, really enjoyed that, that class. Um, so when I was in high school, my parents, uh, they didn't want me to just take any language class because I, I had English is actually my second language. Um, so they don't want me to take Spanish because I was like, would be too good at it. So I had to pick a different language. Um, and so I chose French, and ever since then, I've been super interested in other languages. Um, I've taken classical Greek classes as well, uh, several of those. And most recently, this semester, I took a Korean at HCC, and uh, the teacher was great, and the class was great. And despite being online, um, it was, you know, still re really interactive. And we really, like, in our group chat, we really, like, developed a good rapport with each other, with the students. Um, so I think that broadening your horizons, you know, artistically is great, but also kind of, I guess, mechanically, you could think of it. So that's a, that's a great point. I think that that's a good advice for our audience because uh, of, of course you can explore other areas, but in your resume, it's really like good to have that a second language, at least that you started something and at some point you're gonna like uh, reinforce that. So second language is a really good advice for you guys. Now, uh, if you want to tell us what you think about the topic, you can comment on the YouTube. You can contact us if you want to, to uh, be a guest. 
but let's move on to our next section, the our guest. Who do you have for today, Kai? So today I have Dr. Colleen Riley, and she's the Dean for the Center of Excellent Visual and Performing Arts. And since we're talking about that, especially me, because I love that, uh, first of all, how are you today? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So the first question, um, I know that the visual and performing arts is a pretty big division. You know, we have like, I think seven, we have art, uh, art, audio recording, dance, drama, filmmaking, music, music business. Am I missing any? Um, I, I think you got them all. Uh, art, audio recording, technology, dance, drama, music, music business, and filmmaking. Wow, that's a lot of classes. So what do you think about, you know, what are the benefits of elective classes? Well, I think um, elective classes are a, one of the places where you're able to make the connections across all of your classes, because sometimes it's hard when you're taking a certificate or degree plan to see it as one big body of knowledge. And I think the electives are the places where you can kind of step back and make those connections for yourself in a way that's meaningful to you, where in some ways your, your major is going to be a little prescriptive about this is what you need to know and this is how you need to know it. Your electives sort of let you engage with the material in your own way. Yeah, I agree with you. So I think one of the difference, uh, you know, from different colleges that uh, most degrees at HCC, right, requires some sort of fine arts or, or related to arts uh, certificate, right? I mean, not certificate, but classes, right? Uh, yeah, we do. We, we offer um, arts classes in the core and our creative arts classes represent really all of the disciplines within the visual and performing arts and our academic classes primarily focus on art, dance, drama, and music. But of course, those core academic classes will apply to filmmaking, audio recording, technology, and music business, as well as all of the disciplines at HCC. Perfect. And, and one thing that actually happened to me, and I think it, with the other students too, it's because once you read the description of the class, sometimes you don't really know What's the class about? You know, it has a short description. That's what I, and, and, and for example, I took a theater class in the past, which I thought I was going to be actually acting and it was just a, a theory, you know, I was just learning what well, was theater in the past and it was a good, cool class, but I was expecting something different. So how can the students actually find the true information about the class, the description, not just the description, but what's going on in the class? Yeah, I think we have, there's some information in the catalog. I think the learning web is also a really good place to kind of dig into what you'll find in the course on a faculty level or a syllabus level. Uh, you know, in my time as a dean, I think only one student has ever come to me to talk about their electives for the creative arts. And I would love to have more conversations because I think it's a very individual decision we sort of think about it in three categories. There's like survey classes, which give you just kind of a broad picture of everything in the discipline. There's history classes that trace what that discipline was over time. Uh, and we've been really excited to add some more applied classes. Uh, so we have some classes where not only are you going to study the art form, but we're gonna give you the opportunity to really work with it. That's uh, Foundations of Art. Um, our world dance class uh, is not only a lecture class, but there is actual physical dancing that you uh, will be doing. Uh, and then our music fundamentals is the same. There's, uh, you're, you're learning how to make music while you are uh, participating in that kind of survey or that broad view of what the discipline has to offer. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And I actually, I brought a point, and I think that especially now that we have, you know, HCCTV, for example, we do a lot of content for, especially for the visual and performing arts. So if you don't know exactly what's going on, you know, put like theater on YouTube, uh, HCC, and you're definitely gonna find some content. We know we we did some packets about uh, uh, Shakespeare play that we had at HCC. Uh, we talk about the web series itself. We had a show that we talk about how was the process, what we do. So I think that's also a way of finding out more about the programs is checking out, you know, the YouTube channel and even our channel on the on the TV. And in that way, it's uh, it's a it's it's a good source for information. Yeah, I think I think EduTube is a really good source um, to see what it is that we're doing. We also have a Yay VPA podcast where our faculty artists who are amazing often talk about their work and what they're doing in the classroom. Uh, and then we have an Instagram account for our visual arts, which also features um, our filmmaking and, and points out to our other programs as well. Um, so you can go in and you can see the kind of work that students are making, which I think is really inspiring. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you know the Instagram by any chance we can plug in here so people can uh, check it out? Uh, HCC Visual Arts. So I think it's HCC underscore Visual Arts. Perfect. Yeah. So guys, go check it out. I'm actually going to uh, follow you guys and you guys follow me back. Oh, too. that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we started the thread because uh, we moved our student exhibitions, which we do every semester across the system. Uh, we moved them online last spring and hosted them online again in the fall. So I think that's something that we're going to continue to do, even when we're able to bring the student exhibitions back to campus. Um, we'll have them on our Instagram feed as well. Okay, perfect. Um, so I would like now to open the, the, the floor for questions. Do you guys want to ask her anything related to this topic? To take an extra class or take a class that isn't like, you know, on their very tight schedule. Uh, how do you recommend that they either, you know, would you recommend that they take it anyways or maybe find another way to uh, take in that content? If tuition is a barrier to you taking an arts class, I would hope that you would contact me or our chairs or our faculty because we work very hard to make sure that students who want to enroll in our classes have that opportunity. Um, that's really important to us. Uh, there are some scholarships available. Um, I think it's really important to take advantage of the kinds of opportunities we offer at HCC, mostly in the connection that you'll make with the faculty, which is not something that you're, you may experience if you are um, researching the arts through the internet. Um, we have amazing cultural institutions in Houston. So of course, you can go to the Museum of Fine Arts, you can go to the Menil Collection, you can go to the Contemporary Arts Museum or the Contemporary Craft Museum. Um, those are all wonderful places, but you won't uh, necessarily experience the connection with the faculty who are passionate about sharing um, what they know about our disciplines um, and, and answering your questions and learning from you what's relevant um, in those art forms. Uh, let me just jump in. And I think he brought a good point. Uh, I think that one of the problems that a lot of people and I know close family members, they have this thing when you say you want to do arts, they're like, oh, you're never going to be able to make money with that. So I think there is this little uh, barrier, you know, as he said, like, I don't know if I can afford that. But sometimes it's an investment that you need to be willing to take. And we have resources. You know, I've, I've got a scholarship and uh, a lot of people that I know have got a scholarship through a class especially for arts. So 
we have the sources and if that's what it's on the way again uh dr riley already offer herself go talk to her you know email her and and let us help you we're here for that yeah, and I, I would also say that we're really lucky in Houston that this is a major metropolitan area where you can pursue a profession and have a career and support yourself and be economically successful in the arts. We have a major um, arts and design economy, uh, over $4 billion. It employs more people than the Texas Medical Center. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's entrepreneurial, it's a gig economy, uh, but this is a place where if you want to pursue art and you want to make art, and by that I not, I not only mean visual art, but dance, drama, theater, um, music. There's so many opportunities in Houston to integrate that into your life or your profession. I agree. That's a really good point. Yeah, you can look at me. I have three houses, a helicopter, and five cars. So <laughs> working at HCC TV, you know? Just kidding. I'm not there yet. I'll get there, though. I'm not there. You'll get there. <laughs> You'll get there. And uh, Eric, you would like to ask her something, correct? Um, something kind of interesting, uh, for people who don't have strong math backgrounds and their, uh, their study isn't, uh, big on math, you still need a type of math course. Would, uh, math for liberal arts majors be a good course for someone like that? That's yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, I, when I did my undergraduate, I took logic to fulfill my math degree because I could understand math in words, but not necessarily in numbers. Um, but as, as I've used math, which I never thought I would in my life, but I use it every day, especially as a dean, um, I feel much more confident in it. And I think that's because of my background in music and understanding, um, you know, how you break down a measure and uh, what the different um, uh, notes are in, in that measure, um, how, to, how to separate the beats. Um, and also, uh, I think you learn quite a bit in um, three-dimensional art because it is a lot of spatial measuring um, that you need to do. So in practice, I think uh, math um, is a skill that can be acquired just in the applied arts uh, but math and a liberal art is um, is a good uh, option to fulfill your requirements. So there's hope for all of us. <laughs> you can cut this off, but I'm just curious. Um, do you think education should be free? <laughs> um, just curious, just out of a... <laughs> so in a, in a perfect world... Yeah. Uh, where we place as much value on things that we receive for free as things that we might pay for. Yes, education should be free. I think the, the hook for us um, uh, in the 21st century is that we have a relationship to how we value things that's based on money. And it's very difficult to take anything out of that relationship. Uh, so the, I think part of the hesitation um, culturally to make education free is it sort of suggests that it doesn't have a value when I think we would all agree, um, particularly at HCC, that it has tremendous value and it's just, it's so necessary and important for all of us to participate in it across our lives. There's no, there's no end to um, education and to the learning that we can do. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you want like an educated populace, right? I know yeah. small countries like yeah. Romania have free education. And uh, right. when my parents visited there, a lot of them spoke English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so at the same time, really... you, you have to pay faculty sure. 
You yeah. have to pay artists. Um, you can't you can't expect people to bring their skills forward for free. But if we can deliver it for free, I think it's very important. Thank you. Great question. Yeah, I think uh, Dr. Colleen, when you say that you your 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 strength is not in math, that's when it, we go back to if we decide to take a different elective on something else. There's value. There's you're gonna use it somewhere in your life at at some point of your life that skill that you thought that you were not gonna need it. And I've heard a lot of colleagues from the university and 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 here Houston Community College. They tell me, oh, I don't know what why this happened to me. And then you you go back and you say and you realize I I was missing that that skill for uh, complementing my career. So I totally agree with that. Now let's move into our next next section. Um, what shows are out, guys, that you want to talk to us about? Yes, I just saw a really great movie. It's uh, the new Pixar movie, Soul. It's on uh, Disney Plus on the app. It's really good. It's honestly the best Pixar movie since uh, Wall-E, in my opinion. It, it was really great because it had a completely different message and a message you don't really, you know, hear that much. It's um, instead of always pursuing a it's like i'll be happy when i get here or i'll be happy when i achieve this goal it's like no be happy right right now this is life right now be happy now because when you get there you'll probably be disappointed because it's like oh but i'm still you know the moment you know comes and goes but right now is life you know so you know live more in the present moment i highly recommend them thanks diego um so i'd recommend the movie accepted it uh stars justin long I don't know how, I feel like it's like 15 years old at this point, uh, but everything's kind of that old at this point. Uh, it's about a guy who, he doesn't get accepted into any of his colleges. He applies to 10 colleges, I think. He doesn't get in any of them. So um, in order to not have his parents be disappointed in him, he fakes an admission to a college um, or to like a fake college. Uh, but then people end up like by him doing all these things to make it seem legitimate, other people end up thinking he's legitimate and apply and all this stuff. So then he has to actually run an entire college. Um, and I think it's really related to this topic of today's episode because it is about, you know, finding all these classes that you're actually interested, all these things that you're interest, interested in and being, you know, accepted, like the title, accepted for who you are and what you like. So I recommend that. Okay, so a movie that's out of my comfort zone is a movie I want to recommend called uh, Take the Lead. It's about a, a ballroom instructor that goes to um, a uh, troubled uh, youth school where a lot of people go there, or students that go there, are very uh, troubled and having low grades and very street hustler type thing. So he teaches them uh, ballroom dancing, which is very much out of their comfort zone. And they give them a hard time, but throughout the movie, they learn that through this type of ballroom dancing style that he's showing them, they get inspired to want to uh, make better grades and make better choices throughout their school careers. So it's kind of relevant to our topic of going out of the comfort zone or trying new things. There are students, so it's like trying a new, new kind of course, too, for them. So it's all relevant to our topic here. So again, it's called Take the Lead. It stars Antonio Banderas, and it came out, I think, in 2009. I'd like to recommend the movie The Pursuit of Happiness. It stars Will Smith and his son, Jaden Smith. It's a movie based on the real-life story of Chris Gardner, who was a man very down on his luck. His life was falling apart, and he decides he wants to 
get into a career of being a stockbroker, something that he has zero experience with. He didn't go to college. And the, mo- the main moral of the story is that you have a choice to be stuck where you are and keep complaining, or you can take your life in your hands, decide where you want to be, and no matter what is happening, uh, you can keep moving towards that goal, and you can see the, see the steps ahead of you, but you're the one in charge of your own destiny there. Perfect. That's a beautiful movie. Good choices, Josh. And guys, that's it for today. As always, thank you so much for watching. And stick to the end because we have the funny video or the funny meme of the week. And thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next week. Also, don't forget to send us your opinion. Also, send us topics that you would like to discuss. And if you want to be a guest or anything, just contact us and we'll be more than happy to have you here. We'll see you next time on the Student Lounge. Oh, 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 oh,